Speaking of Travel is sponsored by the Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at flyavl.com. Appalachian Realty. If you're looking for a home in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit AppalachianRealty.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. Be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net, and you can sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club and receive the latest in news and travel tips, all kinds of fun things. And I can tell you in 2019, we are going to have a blast. So you're going to want to get signed up today for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. That's speakingoftravel.net. And remember, you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. Well, you know, I've been thinking as the years come to an end about travel and all the wonderful stories that we've heard over this year. People have just the most amazing travel stories. I am inspired every week when I hear of somebody stepping out and doing something different. And it made me start thinking about when I first started traveling with my daughter. You know, ever since she was a little girl, we always took trips together, but they were usually just to the beach for a couple of weeks and, you know, the summertime trips. But boy, it was so much fun driving through the little towns on the eastern side of North Carolina and maybe stopping for lunch somewhere and some really local dive. And those memories that were made, um, they, you know, they're just going to stay in my heart forever. And then when she was graduating from high school, we actually traveled to Mexico together. That was the first time we traveled together and her, her Spanish teacher led the trip and we spent 10 days in the Yucatan. We had a blast. And what I came to realize was that every time we stepped out into a new place, I was seeing the world through her eyes and would ultimately come to see her differently. And I was able to discover that this gift of traveling together was an opportunity to be there at these transformational moments when there were new challenges and they were overcome. And when this fear of the unknown was confronted and courage is discovered, it makes me kind of get a little teary thinking about all of those wonderful memories. Because as we get older, spending time with our children may get harder to plan and follow through with, but not so much for my guest today. Kent Wolf and his two delightful, energetic daughters, Mary Kent and Cammie, have made a tradition of traveling together and love it. And I am so glad to have you, all three of you here today in the studio, Kent and Mary Kent and Cammie, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having us, Marilyn. In fact, when you uh, when you mentioned that, that really spoke to me and that, what a beautiful story about you and your daughter. And so thank you for having me and Mary Kent and Cammie in the studio today to talk a little bit about ours. I know. So nice. We're going to get a little oh. bit... <laughs> Maybe a little bit teary-eyed here, girl, so you're going to have to hold on to your hats. Uh, Well, listen, why don't we just start out and and let's get to know you all a little bit. I know that Mary Kent, you're going to UNCG, is that right? Yes, ma'am. I 
uh, just became a senior at UNC Greensboro, and I am an English major with minors in Spanish and Women and Gender Studies. Okay, well, that's a no-brainer, right? I love it. You're going to go far with that. Thank you. And then you also were a camp director. Tell us a little about that. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, I am a co-director for a student-led 501c3 nonprofit called Camp Kesem. And what we do is year-round support, primarily through a free and fun week of summer camp for children whose parents have or had cancer. That is really beautiful. I, you yeah. know, such a big heart and so compassionate. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so and much. And Cammie, you're a freshman at App State? Yes, I just finished my first semester there, and it was really exciting. So hoping to, you know, continue there through the next few years and study exercise science and rec management. Wow, look mm-hmm. at you. Now, does that stem from your love of skiing? I have to admit, yes. Um, That was part of my big draw to Boone was all the slopes up there. And so also finding ways to make that more inclusive for everybody. So lots of opportunities. Wow, that is really great. And Ken, tell us a little about you. You were born and raised here in Asheville. Is that right? I'm a Nashville native. Um, Been here a long time. (laughs) And uh, we've seen it grow and seen a lot of people traveling here, which has been nice. But uh, yeah, I'm a local. Um, uh, 24 years in the mortgage industry and um, have a lot of family here. So this is home and will continue to be home. And it's fun watching the girls spread their wings, so I hope one day it's home for them, too, but there's no telling at this rate. Well, yeah. I can give you some good news. My daughter, who is grown up now, actually born and raised here yes. in the Asheville area, went to county schools, was, you know, did her internship here, ended up getting into a little career, uh, looked like she was going to stay forever, which was nice, Yeah, but ended up going to L.A. Oh, wow. Oh, right. And went into the entertainment industry, living in Santa Monica on the beach. Yeah. Couldn't have gotten any better than that. Yeah. However, five years later, she came home for a visit and met somebody and moved back. Hey. Yeah. She's best friends with all her best friends from high school. So yeah. well, this community does sometimes allow you to come back and yeah. hang in well, we we I've, we've mentioned to the girls that uh here you don't have it's rare that you would have the climate um the opportunities to either hike or ski or you know the the culture so we love Asheville. and it's a good base camp and it sounds like it's a good base camp for the three of you because you. you step out quite a bit so tell me a little bit about that how did this tradition of traveling together begin well, we need to give kudos to Merritt, Mary Kent, and Cammie's mom. Um, when the girls were born, she vowed that the girls were going to be the most mobile children or babies ever. And, um, you know, at the time, I don't think I really realized what that meant, but she really impacted us, meaning the girls wanting to travel, being prepared to travel, not being afraid mm-hmm. of travel. Um, so we love giving her kudos on that. Um, yeah, even when we were really young, she would load us up in the car and drive us to Virginia to go visit our, our grandparents or fly us out to Tucson to go visit our other set of grandparents. In Philadelphia and New York. Mm-hmm. And so um, she really uh, paved the way for the girls to travel when we were when they were much younger. Um, but I would say one of the things that happened, um, I don't know, five or ten years ago is... Um, we'd been 
I guess I had been a little more accustomed to traveling to the Caribbean just for a weekend and or, you know, on occasion. And a few of our friends encouraged us. They said, look, you know, you really need to branch out. You know, you're doing this, you know, reasonably often. It's nice to get away, but there's more to see. So in April of 2014, having gone to Paris, um, it really it it spoke to me. It was one of the most beautiful experiences that I had uh, um, enjoyed. And as soon as I got back, we realized, or I realized, that not only did I want to share it with the girls, but here we were at an age when they could travel. Um, you know, with their mother, we had gone to China um, years ago, and so we knew they were good travelers. But once I got the bug, and you know, as much as I enjoy spending time with the girls, it was just a natural fit. So after that, it just turned out to be that we found out that Europe could be uh, actually less expensive than going to the West Coast. Um, And so with a little convincing, we explained to their mother or asked their mother if we could maybe just take the same amount of time, not any more time. And so I think you and I were, Cameron, you and I were trying to go to San Francisco and it turned out to be either expensive or time consuming. And so that's when that turned into Europe for us, and then we had to take Mary on a balloon from there. Is that an accurate description, girls? Is yeah. that, is yeah, that how you remember I it remember also? I remember being on the phone with you at one point while I was, like, supposed to be in class. And you were like, well, it looks like we're going to Paris. And I was like, oh, sure. <laughs> now, had you been to Europe before? That was my first trip to Europe. Europe, so. Cammies. And, but Mary Kent, you'd been... No, uh, they went on their trip to Paris first, and then uh, I went with Dad about a year later, maybe? Yeah, I think Cameron and I probably went for Thanksgiving, and then uh, the next Christmas, uh, Mary Kent and I went to the United Kingdom and to France. Ooh, well, I'm loving this tradition getting started, I can tell you that. I wish... uh I could have gone with you on these <laughs> trips, but I totally get it. It's like what I was saying in the introduction, you start seeing the world through your children's eyes. When we come back, I want to tell you a brief story about when I traveled to Europe the first time with my daughter and hear how you reacted and, and what was to come. So Kent Wolf and Mary Kent, we're going to talk about that, and Cammy here in the studio. <laughs> People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. 
Douglas MacArthur once said, The soldier above all others prays for peace, for it is a soldier who must suffer and bear the deepest wounds and scars of war. Since 2006, Blue Ridge Honor Flight, a nonprofit organization, has been transporting veterans from World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War to Washington, D.C. to visit the memorials dedicated to their honor and sacrifice. On May 4th, 2019, they'll be flying again, giving those who have served our country a chance to experience the hope, healing, and welcome home they so deserve. For more information on how you can help or send a veteran to D.C., visit BlueRidgeHonorFlight.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on... Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is your host, Marilyn Ball, and we are just having a really grand time here in the studio today. Of course, we always have Randy here in the studio, and my guest today is Kent Wolf, his daughters, Mary Kent and Cammie. We're talking about traveling and traveling with our children, and we were talking about the first time that y'all went on this on these trips, because it sounds like it was more than one, to Europe, uh, getting started. The first time I took my daughter to Europe, it was just such a... She was in California. I was in Atlanta. I flew to Atlanta. She flew from L.A. to Atlanta so we could fly together to Italy for a family function. And, you know, what we've been talking about, being able to see the world through your children's eyes Mm -hmm. and landing in Italy and just seeing it through both of our eyes because we were together. And what that meant. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit. Cammie, why don't you start? Tell us a little bit about what it was like when you went on that first trip with your dad. Um, That first trip was really exciting. I was also very nervous. Um, It had been a while since we had really, we had never really gone on a trip like that, the two of us. Um, And so we ended up, I skipped a day of school. um, And so it was really exciting. I didn't really tell any of my friends where I was going. Um, And we got there and we got off the plane. And I think we dropped our bags somewhere and we just hit the ground running. We were able to just go see everything we wanted to see. But then also we would stay out really late (laughs) and then sleep in till 10 o'clock the next morning when everything was getting started and um, just kind of eat our way around the city. (laughs) And then, you know, it was a lot of fun and just have that experience together um, and be away from everybody and just hang out the two of us. Well, let me ask you, is your relationship with your dad like that as a rule? Like when you're home and you're hanging out together, do you have that kind of spontaneity? And I would say in a way we do. Um, we're pretty close. We're very similar people. Um, and so... But it was fun to be able just the two of us. And it would have been great if Mary Kent was there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay. But it was also fun to, you know, just have that experience together and be able to just all of a sudden go off like that. I think it was only planned like three weeks in advance. Yes. Something. Yeah. It was very close. And so um, just to be able to, it was out of both of our comfort zones, I feel like, which was very good for us. That so. is awesome. Mm-hmm. It really helps. 
I don't know, just uh, <laughs> jump through those challenges yes. together. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, I, we don't know where we are. <laughs> We're going to have to figure exactly. it out. Exactly. It was fun to. It was fun for me, and I think it was fun for him to watch. I hope I can say that to oh, like as we figured out, you know, the metro systems, and we would find places that we like to eat and figure out like what to order, and you know, neither of us knew the language, but. I kind of picked up on it a little bit. And so, you know, us leading each other on these new experiences. I love it. It sounds so much fun. My my recollection of that trip, Marilyn, was the first day I was in charge of the maps relating to the metro. The second day, uh, we shared the responsibility of navigating the metro. And that the remainder of that trip and every trip I've taken with Cameron since, I don't have to think about where the metro goes because I have a tour guide. <laughs> well, there you go. And that might be another minor you could take up at App State. Man, yeah. <laughs> navigating the metro. She's so good at I'm it. I'm master's in that. <laughs> I see it now. Yeah. So, Mary Kent, you fill us in now on... On your next trip that you took, just the two of you. Yes. So my first trip with dad was, I think, my senior year of high school. Um, It was over Christmas break to London and Paris. And because that was our first trip together, it was definitely, an I want to say, an eye-opening experience. Um, I'm definitely a way different traveler than Cammie is. I'm... I think it's fair to say that I can be a pretty anxious person, um, and I'm definitely, I move slower than they do in a lot of ways. So we got there, and we were both, I think we both had different things in mind for a couple of what we, a couple of our plans, but it was really a cool experience because that was my first time as close to an adult traveling. Um, I think it was a great bonding experience for us, and he definitely pushed me in a lot of ways that came in handy traveling so many times after that. Well, why don't you give us a couple of examples of what that was like, some of the challenges and and hurdles that you crossed over that at that time were maybe not in your repertoire. Right. Um, At that point in my life, I was not a big fan of talking to people. (laughs) So um, I really was trying to get him to talk to everybody for me. Um, and then he would be like, no, why don't, why don't you ask this person for directions? Why don't you take charge of the metro system for today? Why don't you take this picture? If you don't take this picture, you'll regret it later. Didn't want to take the picture. You can tell in the pictures. <laughs> um, but I, you know, did what he said most of the time. And it really turned out good for me because um, we would travel later on and I knew what I was doing at that point. And then this past summer, I actually studied abroad by myself and traveled for two weeks after by myself and was able to take care of myself and function as an adult human. Mary Kate, you you know, you had me uh, take the picture. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. That is really awesome. And. Ken, you must just feel so so much pride that um, and gratefulness that you have that you have this opportunity to uh, to have this relationship with your daughters that a lot of people don't, and yet maybe they would if they took your cue and did something like this. Well, I'm flattered you said it like that, Marilyn, but I must confess, I'm so proud of them on every level. And to spend quality time traveling, like they had mentioned, um, has just been delightful. And, you know, we go through chapters in life and they grow up and they, you know, 
they kind of disappear a little bit more than we would hope that they would, but we're excited for them. The same thing applied with Travel Maryland is I thought, well, I'm going to get to travel with the girls all the time because now we've got what we want to do. But guess what? Now they're traveling on their own also. <laughs> so even though the first time, you know, you think, oh, I wish I was there, it really just even makes me more happy for them because I know that they're prepared. I know, you know, um, how good they do in other cultures. And so not only do we have the memories from the past, but we're still making memories. And it's really, it just, thank you for saying that. It just does my heart good. Well, let me ask you. It's a thirst I can't quench. It's just just so fun. And as a parent myself and with a grown-up daughter who I feel very proud of also, who travels well and gets it because I feel that she took the cues that we were able to work together. Absolutely. But tell me how you felt when Mary-Kate traveled abroad and and left for a while (laughs) um well any parent is nervous when their daughter goes to university abroad um and we stayed in contact with mary kent day after day at least in the beginning much more so just to make sure she was okay to make sure that um her accommodations were safe or whatever it might be so we stayed in touch and it only took a day or two before i was like not only do i need not need to worry but she's just going to flourish um you know when she traveled throughout europe after being in spain for five plus weeks five weeks yeah um you know staying in hostels i was like well, here we go again. It's another new experience, a l- similar but different. Uh, but again, within just a brief number of days, we knew she was fine. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm, yeah. And what was going on through your head, Mary Kent, while you were experiencing, you know, to go from, oh, I don't like talking to people, to now <laughs> being like, oh, my God, I'm in, you know, I'm the queen of my domain here. I like that queen of my domain. Um, before I... It was a summer study abroad experience. I spent five weeks in Madrid and then traveled with a close friend from high school for two weeks after, and it was just the two of us. Um, Before I even went on the study abroad portion, I was sort of in denial. I had no idea what I was doing, didn't really know what classes would entail. Um, But once I got to Spain, uh, a lot of people were homesick, but I just felt this overwhelming calmness all of a sudden um and i really really loved it i got to really expand my spanish and work on being adventurous which is not something i'd ever described myself as before well you guys are rocking it and i am just so i I don't know i just feel like wow this is good for everybody to hear this it's good for (laughs) you guys to talk amongst yourselves and and reminisce but it's good for us it's good for i think anybody to think that taking a trip even just going to the beach with your kids is Mm -hmm. so worth it Mm. so when we come back let's pick up right there and talk a little bit maybe you could give us some tips some ideas some inspiration for others who who would love to follow this lead i've got kent and mary kent and cammy wolf here in the studio we'll be right back
This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. Airports and airplanes are filled with busy travelers, especially this time of year. And this is also a time of year when nasty bugs are traveling with us. Air travel is at an all-time high, and there is often little time in between flights to prepare the inside of the airplanes for the next group of travelers. So come prepared. Bring a travel-sized packet of disinfecting wipes with you and take a moment to wipe down the tray table, safety card, overhead light and air controls, and any other surface you will be touching. A travel-sized container of hand sanitizer is also advisable. By keeping your hands clean, you reduce your risk of contracting an unwanted illness during your travels. Thanks for listening. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on it's time to head over to the Gourmet Highway with our good friend Doc Lawrence. Today, Doc is headed over to Richmond, Virginia. Hey, Doc, one of my dearest friends lives in Richmond, Virginia, and she loves it. I visited a couple of times and found it to be a pretty cool place, so tell us more. Hello there, Marilyn. Listen carefully, and you might be able to hear the ghost of Patrick Henry at St. John's Church proclaiming, Give me liberty or give me death. Yes, the Gourmet Highway is in Richmond, Virginia, and that was Mr. Henry's home. It was where his church was located, and that was one of the first shots verbally fired in the American Revolution that gave us our freedom. This is a wonderful place. This is old America and new America blended together. This is the state capital of Virginia. And I have just walked by the state capitol building, and to no one's surprise, it was designed by young Mr. Thomas Jefferson. Here, Jefferson, the third president, drafted the Virginia Statute for Religious Freedom, which later was incorporated into the First Amendment separation of church and state. That guarantee survives to this day, and it is the foundation of Jeffersonian democracy. There's no getting around Jefferson's presence when you're anywhere in Virginia, particularly here in Richmond. This is one of the great walking towns of the entire South. There are islands covered with statues everywhere, memorializing anything you can think of in the history of Virginia and in early America. The sidewalks are wide. They're wonderful park benches. They're storefronts showcasing everything you can think of in stores that are alive and vibrant. This is one of the great art centers of the entire South. Marilyn, come along with me sometime to the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts. You're going to need a day to do this. It is a marvelous facility. It's so vast, so beautifully curated. The Old Dominion Railway Museum is close by, as is the Virginia Holocaust Museum and the American Civil War Museum. Take another day for that, but... 
You can break it up by dining at so many wonderful hotspots, from bistros to fine dining gourmet restaurants. Hollywood Cemetery here is world famous, and for good reason. The list of grave sites in this cemetery, where I just left yesterday, is staggering. The Civil War dead includes many who fought at Gettysburg. Confederate President Jefferson Davis, along with his entire family, is buried here. Pulitzer Prize winners, architects, playwrights, patriots, you name it. It's really worth the time, and it is scintillating. Maryland, can you feel a cold wind all of a sudden? Richmond was where Edgar Allan Poe lived as a child, and many of his mysterious stories and poems were inspired by his presence here. Well, I could feel it myself late at night. Food here in Richmond is predominantly Southern, but this is a river town, and European and New England influences are everywhere. You don't have to look hard. You'll know it when you see Boston Scrod on a menu here alongside Southern-style cornbread. You can find it. Maryland, the James River here has tides that are controlled by the Chesapeake Bay. And guess what? The oysters here from the Chesapeake may only be two hours old. And you can really chow down on the freshest seafood imaginable this side of Boston. You know, it's about time to go change clothes and run over to the Jefferson Hotel, named after you-know-who, and meet an old friend of mine, the former kingpin of Virginia travel, Richard Lewis. And we'll sit down and have ourselves an old-fashioned made from Virginia gentlemen, not Kentucky bourbon, and enjoy the beauty, the architecture, the romance of this great city. So for now, Maryland, on the Gourmet Highway, here in Richmond, Virginia, for you and for speaking of travel, this is Doc Lawrence saying so long, and I hope to see you soon in your city. Thanks, Doc. Let's meet up there soon. We'll all have a blast. We'll catch up next week. Bye for now. You can follow Doc Lawrence on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. Well, actually, one of my trips to Richmond, Virginia, was to visit one of my good friends and her daughter. And she... And her daughter travel a lot. So we all have something in common here. I'm here with Kent and Mary Kent and Cammie Wolf. We're talking about traveling with our kids, traveling with our daughters. But I want to segue before we do that, because we were talking earlier about your names. So oh. we've got Kent, and then we've got Mary Kent, mm-hmm. not to be mistaken with Mary Kate. <laughs> right. So if I've said that at all, I meant uh, Mary Kent. It is it all happens good. To the best it's of us. easy to get that off your tongue. And then Cameron, yes. I see, is your real first name. Yes. So let's talk a little about that. Now, were you named for places that you love? <laughs> <laughs> well, you had guests a couple weeks ago that are uh, personal friends of ours and um, – and their names were inspired. So we now jokingly say that Mary Kent was named after Kentucky, which is in, not the case at all. <laughs> and that Cameron, whose middle name is Lynn, is now Linville, is in Linville Gorge. So we've said that jokingly, and that's out of adoration for this particular family that, right. that visited you. And, of course, your name must come from England. <laughs> 
I would have to think so. Right. I would have to think so. Indeed. indeed. See, I think that the travel is in us, right? It oh, is absolutely. in us. Right. Yeah. So, Cammie, let's talk to you just a little bit because you, you've been traveling a lot now. Mm-hmm. You were even younger than Mary Kent when you got started. So, yes. tell us a little bit about, um, well, let's talk about skiing because that's okay. something that you love mm-hmm. to do. How do you fit that into your travel scope? Um, so I have been very lucky um, to be able to travel and ski with my mom and stepdad. Um, and Mary Ken has not been on as many of those trips. I like um, to ski. I've been out to Montana and Colorado and Utah, um, and that really gave me like the travel bug to go out to those places and to want to see more of that. Um, and I love the mountains. There's something about it and just like the feeling I get when I'm out skiing and wanting to go more places and try different slopes and, um, you know, challenge myself and to see different places and also to work on my skills in different places. I love that because, you know, you bring up a really important point that is kind of a theme here of, you know, stretching those boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important, too, to say you've been to Paris, you've been to England, you've been to these exotic places, but going to Colorado, going out west is, again, such a different environment. Oh, it really is. And it's like it's made me want to, you know, live different places um, within our own country, you know, and not just only want to go over to Europe, which I love doing with my dad. But I also, you know, when we go out there, it's fun to have those experiences. Absolutely. And then and then I'm, I would imagine that each ski slope and each mountain range is different. Exactly. And it's always a different challenge and going out there and adjusting. And, you know, sometimes I won't have skied in a few months. And so it's always fun to meet the people, too. Well, I, that's something that I that's mm-hmm. a perfect segue, Cami, into the people, because obviously all of you and Mary Kent, I, I would direct it to you, too, because you spent so much time in another country meeting new people from different cultures. Tell us a little bit about um, what it's like when you meet these new people. I'm kind of, it simply depends on the particular culture. For example, when we visited China together, it was hard to get into that culture, not just based on language, but based on the culture being entirely different. So it was more watching it instead of experiencing it. Um, uh, when we went to China, I was in third grade and Cami was in first. We were really young and we were over there visiting friends. And I think meeting the people there was probably especially interesting for Cami because she has <laughs> blonde hair and blue eyes. So everybody would come up to her and try to take pictures and bring her gifts. Um, you can speak more about that. That's your experience. I'm just trying to remember people walking up and like trying to pick me up and like they would like touch like for good luck or something like that. And that was interesting as a seven-year-old so well i want to talk about that when we come back just this growth mm-hmm. of um i mean being seven years old being how old were you mary kent i guess nine or ten nine or ten and you're in china yeah. you know, it's not like you're in china <laughs> grove north carolina you're in china Ooh, yeah. so when we come back let's pick up right there and and talk about maybe you could give us some travel tips too of what what we could um, encourage other people to do as they move forward. So Kent and Mary Kent and Cammie, great to have you in the studio. We'll be right back. (music) 
Douglas MacArthur once said, The soldier above all others prays for peace, for it is a soldier who must suffer and bear the deepest wounds and scars of war. Since 2006, Blue Ridge Honor Flight, a nonprofit organization, has been transporting veterans from World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War to Washington, D.C. to visit the memorials dedicated to their honor and sacrifice. On May 4, 2019, they'll be flying again, giving those who have served our country a chance to experience the hope, healing, and welcome home they so deserve. For more information on how you can help or send a veteran to D.C., visit BlueRidgeHonorFlight.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars and let me see what spring is like on I am so excited to have here in the studio my friend Kent Wolf, and I can say that because I've known you, Kent, for a long time. It has been quite a while. <laughs> I mean, not since you were born. No, no, no. Here, but yeah. I met you, gosh, probably a decade ago. I would think so, Marilyn. Yeah. Yeah, So it's nice. But I never met the girls. Mary Kent and Cammie are here. And, you know, one of the things that we always talked about, always, you always brought up your daughters in Mm. all the times that I've seen you in parties and whatever. Somehow, Cammie's name comes up. Mary (laughs) Kent's name comes up. It's like, really, Kent? (laughs) How close are you with these Uh, girls? uh, It's just so refreshing. uh, So, here you all are. I love uh, this conversation around travel. We were talking when before the break about different cultures, meeting different people. And Mary Kent, I loved how we kind of segued earlier where you didn't even like talking to people. Oh, yeah. And now here you are um, and honing your Spanish skills when you were in Spain. Tell us a a little bit about that. Yeah, so I was in Madrid, Spain for five weeks through a, a study abroad program through my university. And all of my classes were in Spanish. And in Europe, Spain is one of the countries that really doesn't have as many English speakers as one might might expect. So I was really, really trying hard to navigate what to do. I really didn't think I was very good at Spanish going over, but after a week living with a host mom who didn't know any English, having to go order for myself at different restaurants, having classes where they were, our professors were native Spaniards and could talk so fast, I really had to 
adjust. And then after that, after Spain, I went on two weeks of travel through various countries where a lot of times if somebody didn't know English, I would ask them if they knew Spanish, (laughs) which oftentimes it ended up really well. I had some good conversations and that really pumped up my confidence. I love it. And that's the key thing right there. Pump up that confidence Mm -hmm. because then you take that and apply it to other things that you do in your life, like your studies and your ambitions and your careers. And Cami, I would imagine the same would be true for you when you travel and come back and overcome some kind of challenge. I would say, yeah, definitely I think it's good for us because a lot of times we can think of, you know, a million reasons not to go and like, oh, we're busy or whatnot. But once we go, um, all the reasons to go outweigh those so much and we gain so much from our travel and have learned a lot. And you take wonderful photos. (laughs) I love that. I've been kind of stalking you a little bit and looking yeah, at your uh, your travel photos and they're Thank just gorgeous so that might be another minor you could add to your I'll just long add it list. to the list that's right <laughs> yeah. well let's talk a little bit about um just some resources that you use so that if other people want to pick up and go and you know travel with their families i've talked to people who've gotten in the car and gone on a road trip out west visited all the national parks you know how do you how do you even start to dwell into we're taking a trip well we watch our calendars pretty close whether the girls know it or not i'm always looking at their school calendar to see when they might have a break that extends you know a couple extra days and then Marilyn, somebody that you've interviewed in the past um his name's scott who has scott's cheap flights um candidly that has changed our life um So what we found is some of the trips are shorter. Maybe we'll go to Europe and leave on a Wednesday evening and come back on Sunday or Monday. But since April of 2014, um, I guess I've traveled to Europe eight times and never have we paid more than $330 round trip because of that. So that's one of the resources that, again, changed our life um, and made it possible for us to afford this. Um, We are still a family that likes to go to Charleston often to visit friends, and um, these are just special little things that we've been able to work out. I'm not sure how it happened, but I'm really pleased that it did. Mm -hmm. Mary Kay, what about you? What do you think as far as um, just that get up and go? I oh boy, I've never been a get up and go person. So funny, but I've grown to love it. um, Just because even the short trips, there's so much stuff to do, and if we decided we could only go on a long trip, it would never get done. Never happen. No, Um, I think something that I have come to learn that a tip that I might have um, is not to plan every moment of every day while you're while you're traveling. One of my favorite experiences when I was in Spain was just taking some time for myself, maybe being safe, but separating from the group a little bit and just exploring on my own, going to things that might not necessarily be in all the guidebooks, still going to all those things because they're in guidebooks for a reason, but making sure that I experience parts of the culture that I wouldn't have been able to otherwise. I love that because then it becomes much more of an experience. Mm-hmm. 
as well as a travel mm-hmm. trip, as well as your trip. Right. I think one of the things that we've done for most recently is it sounds a little cheesy and a little bit touristy, but we started getting on the hop on, hop off buses the first day, and you can really size up a city quickly and then double back to something you want to see more of or double back to something that you think you might have missed a portion of. And um, so we're still figuring it out. We're, we're learning a little tricks as we go but uh, we're taking notes and yeah so let's talk about some of your favorite cities give us cammy what's where have you been and and it could include boulder colorado (laughs) (laughs) we know she's a fan of all Uh, that i do um i would say my favorite place that comes to my mind is probably florence dad and i went I guess a year ago um, and that was just a really good experience for me and I think we both kind of needed it and um, I won't ever forget that that was a that was such a beautiful city and that's one of the cities much like Brussels where the culture kind of comes to you you can't really rush it it's not trying to see everything in one day it's really like enjoying the Mm -hmm. food and the people and having gone through those um, the cathedrals and the churches and things like that it was spiritual, and unfortunately, we lost my stepdad, their grandfather, and it really, even though we wanted to be with family and we couldn't make it home, it was a nice place to take in the moment, grieve a little bit. I hope that's okay to say, but it, it turned that trip into something even more special as a result, and we wouldn't have forgotten it had that not happened, but it just it was it was a nice place to just kind of be still and... Um, you know, reflect. Yeah, that that is definitely um, another benefit of just stepping out mm-hmm. um, and the unpredictability of it all, because right. it's exactly. always just uh, you know what's around the next corner. What? Who are you going to meet? What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mary Kate. What about you? What's one of your favorite cities? Oh gosh, um, I loved Madrid. I want to go back there so so badly. Um, I miss Paella so much. Um, I think, other than that, I really loved Brussels. And we all went on a trip to Havana, Cuba, with mm-hmm. the Lausanne family, um, who are very well-known Asheville residents. Um, and that was a great city as well and a great experience. They're so fun to travel with. Well, they're the Lazoom bus people. Yeah, yeah so that was a yeah. fun We trip. all know the purple bus. It comes... All throughout downtown Asheville, so being with and they're from New Orleans, so I'm sure there was a bit of gaiety, right? They I've took their enthusiasm the to Cuba. I can assure you of that, Marilyn. Yeah. Well, it's a that's a that's a giddy place. Oh, yeah, it's so hard giddy. not to have a, a fun time there. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what's on the horizon. What do you see, Wolf Family? Wow. Well, I want to go to Florence. We want to go to to Italy. Yeah. Um, My mother's anxious to go to Florence also, in which case that would be a Mary Kent and my mom and hopefully us trip. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I speak for Cameron, for Cammie, when I say that we would like to go to Spain so um, Mary Kent could show us around, show us the ropes. And uh, I know I speak for Cammy and myself when I say we would like to go to Portugal. That's the yes. one place that's kind of eluded us. And so, you know, that's one of those where either one of us could have gone, but I think we want to go together. So mm-hmm. how about you? Is that about right, Mary Kent? Yeah. I'm also really interested in Scotland right now. Right. Oh, my there's goodness. always somewhere to well, go. Well, there's yeah. always somewhere. It's endless. And I am so... 
I don't know, just inspired here with you guys. You're, you've made my day. Big smiles. <laughs> oh. um, you, I, having the energy and the enthusiasm and the wherewithal to say, hey, I'm willing to take a risk. I'm willing to go someplace different. Well, Marilyn, thank you for the enthusiasm, but thank you for uh, what you do in the community with this radio show because we're picking up tips from it. Um, we're listening to friends that have inspired us. Um, when we hear a particular radio show of yours, we will go to that particular family, like the Reardon, Melissa Reardon. Um, they just went to Spain, and now we're like, okay, well, we're going to flag that festival for one day down the future. So thank you for what you do because we do listen and we do love it. Oh, thank you. And you know you can go to speaking of travel.net and hear all the past podcasts and see because all of you have inspired me and and I know my listeners as well so I would love for you to come back next year maybe mid-year and catch us up and fill us in on where you are and where you're going we'd be honored and yeah, we love that yeah. awesome well thank you kent and mary kent and cammy wolf for being on the show today you guys go off and have great adventures this has been really thank special you. Thank, thank you for, you for having this us you bet yep. well this is marilyn ball your host of speaking of travel hey you guys Go get your kids. Take them for a walk. Take them for a hike. Take them in the car for a road trip. Go to the beach. Check out Scott's Cheap Flights. Get a flight to Europe for 300 bucks. And remember, whatever you do, life is short. Don't postpone joy. Road